What? Come on. <laughs> hey. Why aren't we a weird duo? What? I know what it means to me. Uh, uh, it's easy. Take I think it. I Sharpton spelled it wrong once. We'll talk about that later. That's but, amazing. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's start out with calling out grammar motherfuckers. Welcome to Taking You Back. Taking we spell that back. without G's and with yes, just a don't. U because we're perfect. Because that's what we do. <laughs> and we can spell do. respect if anybody wants to quiz us. Yes. Yes. It's spelled. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. We are, uh, we, I mean, whenever you start with Aretha, you know oh, we are taking on. you back to a good time. Come on. Come um, on. You know, I think this, this particular year, the definition of a good time depended on where you were that summer. Uh, but uh, welcome to taking you back, and we are headed right to 1967. 67. 1967. That was a... Um, a mathly number of years ago. A mathly number of years ago. 1967 <laughs> was. Are you doing this? Three years ago. Rob? Yeah. Uh, that was a lot. That was some time ago, kids. But it was a uh, it was a common year. Yeah. Uh, started on a Sunday. A gallon of gas was just 33 cents, and the average income in the United States was $7,300, or three months of expenses for me here in New York City. So, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, It was a a different time. It was a similar time. Actually, I'm going to say that now that I think about it, in the unrest in the air it was similar in that way and there was there was there was lots of reasons for it to be there was almost five hundred thousand troops serving in vietnam i had to google Mm -hmm. that i didn't just know that uh twiggy showed up in the uk and poor models had to stop eating nothing Uh, they just starved they were like bitch her name is twiggy that's (laughs) like we can't win. I have a regular name. We can't rebrand this. My name is Iman, not Stick. This. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's Stick. Come oh on. my god! Oh my uh, god! Elvis got married, breaking hearts all over the world. Okay, but see, now I I have to say this about you Elvis. didn't care. Me neither. Mm, yeah, because I'm not like you know, Mr. Elvis. What? Um, <laughs> no, totally not. Weird. Uh, how do I phrase it? How do I phrase it? I'm trying to t- try, t- t- trying to tie two things together very quickly. R. Kelly. Oh dear! Not where I thought you were going to tie, but yes. very excited. But here we go. Here we go. You're going to cross the streams. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. R. Kelly, who is has serious issues, no doubt about that. And sure. People need to keep their children away from him. It would yeah, be advisable. It would definitely be advisable. Yes. It's trashed because of his relationship with Aaliyah, who I believe was 15, I think, when they met. And then I think they got married when she was, maybe she was 18, whatever. All still too young by today's standards, too young by when it happened standards. At the same time, Priscilla Presley, wonderful person, I have no reason to dislike her, was 14 when Elvis met her. I would say the difference for it's not also not okay. But sorry, I just will start right there. Not okay. Um, uh, and the heartbreaking, I think, came not in fact from the the case that either of them were technically pedophiles in the story, but that you know that was the heartbreak. It was like when any of the Jonases got married, or remember when 
Bo- mm. uh, not oh, it was Backstreet Boys. It was one of the Backstreet Boys got married, and they were like, "Well, that's the end of the band." And he was like, "But I'm 75. Can I please get married?" Or however old he was at that point. <laughs> um, and uh, but there's always for me you got to take into a little account the power play there Aaliyah was trying to be a performer he was clearly using that influence true it wasn't but looking still to the be same a it's but still a job still but, it's, but it's still a, i think it's it's a it actually makes priscilla's family look worse like to me because Aaliyah's family was saying yes to this because they thought he could yeah help get me her for a career. success yes yeah priscilla's family had no excuse at all i guess i don't really know anything about priscilla's family not gonna lie don't really know them welcome back to her we'll do an episode on her um i do remember going to i did go to graceland once uh i I didn't necessarily want to i had gone to uh i'd gone cross country with a woman (laughs) to graceland again no i went i went to help this lady i had barely knew move her car but ridiculous story you remember if we get started it was all very weird and surprised i wasn't sold into some sort of weird white slavery ring instead i got to go to graceland but the point is uh that's what i get for saying sure i'll help you drive your car back across the country person i only met in a writing class for gotham writers workshop um it's not even like an expensive class um anyway so we stopped at at graceland and i was i i was my i had bigger thought i thought it would be bigger That's that's where I thought the house would be bigger. It wasn't I thought, Graceland. It was. Uh, it wasn't. It was more just like Grace. Grace. It was graceful. It was. It wasn't not Lando. even. It was like. <laughs> mm, eh, it was like Grace Meh. Grace. Uh, it's just a normal. It's like a four bedroom house, like my regular family home that I grew up in. I was like, wait, that's my house is the same. Really, as Graceland. It's not big at all. I mean, like again for the time yes yes um you know i read <laughs> something about like a gallon of milk at the time was like whatever 82 cents but if you did that whole inflation math that i don't understand in any universe yeah, it would be six dollars today so it would be like today's oat milk but the um you know for yes, just regular so basically milk. yesterday's milk was today's <laughs> uh in prices or yeah or regular organic milks. wow um, so that, yeah so that was a big thing yes elvis and priscilla 100 percent. Uh, so they got married but also you know more importantly obviously besides starving models and elvis was there was a lot of political stuff so while oh, some people yes. remember 67 and specifically the music lending itself to the summer of love mm. uh there was also race riots was how wikipedia uh, called it, which I always think is fun because it's such a Race catch-all, riots. such a catch-all-y phrase, right? It makes it sound kind of cute. Like nobody did anything wrong, just like we were having a race and it got a little crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah. in Buffalo and in Florida in June, in by July, New Jersey, Minneapolis, Detroit, Milwaukee through August, uh, you know, and then of course through October as people were protesting the Vietnam War. And then yep. I guess on the West Coast, people were stoned and listening to Sergeant Pepper. I don't know. That's why when all this unrest that's happening now, it's like, this is not our first time at the rodeo. No. Like, and also on. not to the, you know, if we think about 50 years or however much math you did before, and I didn't listen to the answer. Um, yeah. The <laughs> Sorry. But the, in 50 years time, you know, they'll de- will they describe the summer of 2020 as just, oh, we were dealing with that pseudo flu. You know what I mean? Like, or will it be the summer of the almost the flu? Or, you know, will we actually 
It's just going to be called a hot fucking mess. That's what 2020 will henceforth to be referred to as <laughs> by everyone. I love it. Um, yeah, exactly. I just, you know, I this is not remotely what we meant to start talking about, but I, I, I listened to one of those um, lectures about, you know, everything we learned in history is a lie. And mm. there's such deliberate advertising style choices to how we label history because it okay. lends itself to the victors. Yes, For example, the Roaring Twenties, uh, mm-hmm. as a phrase, if somebody said, I'm having a Roaring Twenties party, uh, yes. everybody would show up as flappers and perhaps yes. with secret tiny Tommy guns and boas on. They would not, in fact, show up like they were at a bread line hoping for soup. No. Which was how most of the people spent the, the yes. 20s. <laughs> so, yes. You know, but call, after they got the soup, they were, they did the party. Charleston. I wish the people could see the shoulder rolls that came into that. That was so cute. Yep, the uh, uh, who doesn't? Assholes. But speaking of the Charleston, that's what we want to talk more about is the music. And yes. it was very clearly influenced uh, by what was going on um, at all ends, uh, starting with the January 4th drop of The Doors mm. debut album, Light My Fire. What? Uh, come on, baby. Jim. Oh. oh, yeah. What? Even just these tones are so, like, perfect. Starting right off, call yourself a sexy, Such a sexy. I, I think now is a good time to say that The Doors is the only movie I've ever walked out of. Um, oh, really? I don't really remember it. Val Kilmer, right? Yeah, I just remember being like, this is awful. I don't want to be here anymore. Goodbye. Wow. Um, it was the 90s or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, that was Yeah, that was not in 67. And, the, and also, I, there were two things I saw of note with The Doors. Well, with both The Doors and The Rolling Stones, also mm-hmm. an album I thought you were both on Ed Sullivan, um, which we don't have an... We really don't have an Ed Sullivan today. An argument could be made for Ellen, but I still don't think she's the Ed Sullivan. Um, yeah. But the the Stones were asked to change the lyrics when they performed Let's Spend Some Time Together to Let's Spend the Night Together, and they agreed to. The Doors were asked to change Girl We Couldn't Get Much Higher to Girl We Couldn't... Uh, uh, whatever. I... I I'd only have one half of it written down here, but and but they did it anyway, and then they were banned from Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan was like, "Fuck you, Doors." You know, and then you Ed know Sullivan what he did? He bitch. shut him. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> that's ridiculous, though, because can you imagine? Like, that's why that would never happen. Now they'd be like Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. Can you change what, what? to Dago? Like, what would they change what? it to? Like, it doesn't make sense. There's nothing. You right? can't change anything in that song. Although, oh, I forgot what I'm not, I forget it. But like, I I guess we do kind of have that with those kids' bop songs. <laughs> Not that they would ever do wet ass pussy as a kids' bop song. Let me tell you, they're going to need to figure it out because at the school that I work at, there are tons of kids who are probably between the ages of five, I'll say, and about eight boys and girls who regularly walk around singing Savage. Of course they do. Oh, well, everybody knows. Well, they all know that one chorus because they know their little dumb yes. TikTok dance. Yes. Um, no one bothers to learn the verses of anything anymore. They don't. Um, let me just say this really quick, and then we'll get back to 1967 just because I think it's funny. 
at the school that I'm at, these two little girls, I heard them in the hallway. They were singing Savage. And, you know, it's, uh, I'm a savage, classic bougie, ratchet. And one of the girls thought it was ragged, R-A-G-G-E-D. And the other girl was like, no, it's ratchet. And they went back and forth. Then they both agreed that both words could be similar. Sure. And they said to each other, they should have a word for words that mean the same thing. It was hilarious. So watch them not even comprehend that. Yeah, we, we got that, kids. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> little nugget faces. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah. No, but no, they were not alive in 1967. They so. were not alive then. No, they weren't even alive in 2007. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, but uh, yeah, so the doors, doors were all over the place. Light my fire. People are strange um, when you're a stranger, which <laughs> as lyrically is just saying things right? Yes. Plants, they grow when you plant them. Like, it's all the same. Like, it's... <laughs> oh my God, that's brilliant. Yes. Well done, Jim. Wait, can, uh, how, can we say something about... stoned... No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Yes. About Aretha. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Aretha Franklin in 1967 had Baby I Love You, Chain of Fools, Chain, 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 Natural Woman, You Make Me Feel, and Respect. Like, and all of them, hits. arguably, hits forever. What? All of them? Like it's crazy. It's insane. She had. She, she, I she, mean, she, yeah. God bless Aretha Franklin. <laughs> yes, yes, forever. God bless Aretha forever. Um, yeah, no, I, it was definitely a multiple hit year to some extent because it, you know, entire albums were mm. like it wasn't. I don't, I don't know what the release schedule of songs was like in 1967. I forgot to Google that. I was too busy Googling the diets of models. Thanks, Twiggy. But like um, the, you know, it, like the Beatles were just like, man, have all 12 of our songs from this album. Do you know what I mean? Like there was no like, we're going to tease you with one song and then in right. a couple months you get another. Because, you know, Aretha had all four, four of those. The Doors yes. had half the album. Yeah. Uh, the Beatles were insane because sergeant pepper came out later in the year now are you a beatles i am not i have nothing against them <laughs> I am, but i am in no way shape or form uh I, i'm aware of their songs right but they're not in any of my playlists i don't listen to them i like john lennon but i'm Fair. not drawn to the beatles john lennon on the very first cover of the rolling stone which was dropped yes that it year. was yes rolling it was. Sto- the, uh, 67 rolling stones first magazine mm-hmm. um you know, I like the Beatles that I like, if that makes sense. My, you know, my mom kind of liked the Beatles and she kind of liked Elvis. So we, we played a little bit of both of those in, in the house. And then, as I have mentioned before, we had um, a very strong British influence uh, in yes. my youth, uh, fr- friends of the family. And uh, <laughs> shout out Tony and Sandy. They're not listening to this. And the, of course um, they are. What's sure they are. And, uh, but they, you know, so we were, we were shown a lot of can sit, come sit down and watch all of these Beatles singing live videos that are scratchy and black and white. And we were just like, this is dumb. Uh, but you know, but I, as I was reading the titles of all of the songs released that year, all you need is love, Penny Lane, strawberry field, Sergeant Pepper. Like I could sing. Strawberry Fields is beautiful. I could sing most of do you know what I mean? As I was like, mm. oh, Penny Lane is in my and in my like I may not know all the words, but like I like those little tunes. Oh, you I need could probably, yeah. There's ba ba da da da. Yeah, there's there's. A, I mean, they're definitely 
I'm aware of their catalog. I'm not unaware of them, but no, no, I wouldn't assume it's no, interesting that they just have never landed in me, but not that I'm looking for them. To Maybe you need me, to but. find ways to take the Beatles deeper inside you. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I is need. There, Beatles. Is there, is there a Beatles? Beatle. Perhaps a way I could find, I'll, I'll Google it. I'm sure there's something on Etsy that I can get yes, you some sort of, I'm sure some inner apparatus Beatles. of some sort. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm never going to Google that for the record, ladies Somebody and gentlemen. Somebody will. Somebody will. Somebody will Google Wait, that. Wait, S- another... Send it in. If you, if you have found, if you have an amusing Beatles toy that would get the Beatles further up, Rob, let send us know. Send it to me. <laughs> I'll tell you my, my post office button. But it was, I do feel that like there was a lot of that same, uh, you know, as it, it, I don't really have a word for the beat, but even the beginning of the like, light my fire, the beginning of all you need is love, there, the beginning of respect. There's like, Mm. a boppiness to it but like i'm doing the dance but i don't have words yes. for the dance i'm doing because even I, like van morrison hit with brown eyed girl that year uh yeah oh yes I love with i'm a believer brown eyed girl. i mean you put brown eyed girl now on and people still sing it what let me tell you white people in a bar will enjoy themselves you hear what i'm saying if you Okay, Happy. white people in a bar. Let's. This is a fun game. If you put on, <laughs> so you're in a bar with a lot of white people, and you go brown-eyed girl to Sweet Caroline. How oh, many it's heads? It's all over. Explodes? It's all over. And Boom. I'm outside having a cigarette. I don't even fucking PBR spilled all over the place. <laughs> just cheese sticks thrown up in excitement. Just madness. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's what we're going to do a whole sh- uh, episode once about white people in a bar. <laughs> yes. That'd be great. And then you play them say Soul Man by Sam and Dave. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like you might get the same response, frankly, thanks to that movie Soul Man. Remember that movie that Soul is true. Man? It's with C Howell, C Thomas, C. Thomas Howell, Howell. Or something. Yeah. Wow. He tanned himself. I, he, I can't even. I can't. It wouldn't work today. Wait, can we cancel culture that movie? It wouldn't work today. It, we well, should have canceled we culture it? at the time. It should have been <laughs> right? canceled. Why would we at bother? The no, one's, board. no one's thought of it but us in the last 20 years. But <laughs> let's pretend they have. <laughs> Wait, something else that we have to mention from 1967, which is huge musically, is that the Supremes became Diana Ross. I mean, the is there not an argument that the Supremes were always Diana what? Ross? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Love Diana Ross. <laughs> I mean, they had a great story, right? I mean, I love Mary Wilson, Florence Ballard, right? The original Supremes, right? No shade to Cindy Burson, but the original Supremes. <laughs> and it, that was a big moment. It's like, and being a big moment, you know, in music, so forth and so on. Because we don't have a... Everyone in Vietnam just stopped. They were like, wait, what? The Supremes can't stay together? This war is over. I don't know. But hey, they did use the Supremes song Reflections, going back to having a beautiful opening, which we were talking about before. It's not a bop, but it has like this this 60s, like, you know, we're both doing the dance. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We need a word for that dance. And we have a word for that dance. Um, But they used it, I think, as the opening to that TV show, China Beach, which was about the Vietnam War. I always remember Oh. But you know what yes, also had a boppy song, a boppy mm. opening, just made me think of it. Uh, and it was really, honestly, the dance you just did that made me think of it. So uh, I feel bad for the, the people just listening. Uh, Senor, I believe that's how you say it in Spanish, Senor Robinson uh, with Tears of a Clown. Yes. The top of that song. Do, 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 
<laughs> it's so good, yes. right? Good stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, another song we listen to. I Today. mean, people people still listen to it all the time. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there yes. it is. And then it like grooves in, like it's yes. like catches you. There's like a little like hook, and then they like reel you in. Yes, it pulls you in. Right? Nice. You know what song did not? Not that it did not do that, but like as I was scrolling through what came out that year, and I was like, oh yeah, oh also like. Uh, the uh, Jungle Book, the Disney film, came out that year. So on the charts were varying songs from the Jungle Book, The Bare Necessities. Yes. yes. Um, Necessities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, one of them at the time, one of the songs, I don't remember if it was Bare Necessities. It might have been. Um, had the lowest recorded vocal note uh, okay. at the time. Okay. I mean, I think it's been broken by some guy who that's what he does now is he breaks records. <laughs> he breaks with, lowest vocal oh! records. Um, yeah, uh, which always reminds me of Aww. when... Yes, yes, I think that was it, Rob. It was that. It was, <laughs> it was a low G. Uh, yeah. No, it reminds me of that time that... Uh, I don't remember if you were there. I don't remember who was there. I don't even remember if I was there. But there was an audition in college for like a community theater in, in Syracuse. And so several college, fo- several of the people we went to school with were there. And uh, community theater auditions. And um, there was a community gal on stage, uh, not a drama person or somebody maybe who had experience with the setup of the 16 bars. And then thank you very much for coming. Yeah. Um, you know, et cetera. And so they asked her what her range was. And she was not sure how to answer that question. And, uh, and so one of the auditioners said, well, what's, what's your highest note that you can hit as we, and she went, oh, oh, sorry. Um, it's, and you know, everybody was in the room. And then she went, <laughs> she made this horrific sound that was just like screechy, screeching. And then you could feel the whole room was just like, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. God bless and then her. she just said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so an E, very sharp. Oh, very an sharp. E, very sharp. Yes. Oh, super sharp. <laughs> e sharp, an E, very just sharp. so sharp. Anyway, but if I remember correctly, one of the, one of them had a, the, the bear does a like. Oh, yes, 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 yes. In yes, the yes. song. Uh, but they were on, but that's not what I was going to mention. So as I was going through the, the songs, uh, there was a couple of very lovely lady tunes mm-hmm. um including um the very sad both sides now from judy oh, collins do you remember judy that collins. like i had to play it and then like sat crying in my living room i mean that's I'm not daily a big, these not days a fan of hers but i had an old no, boss who is, but like <laughs> she's got she's very sad I've seen life for both sides now. <laughs> and like, you know, I think Joni Mitchell covered it. Like, it's not a song mm. that anyone could ever like <gasps> jazz up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I've hey, seen look, life give it for to both Bjork. sides now. Woo! <laughs> give it to Bjork. She'll do something with it. Bjork. She'll just slap on a swan dress. <laughs> um, yes. Like that Frank Sinatra, when I was 17. The, it, it was a very was a good year. Very oh, good year. those are kill yourself songs. Um, <laughs> but the... Um, uh, the the very wonderful "To Sir with Love" what by British darling Lou Lou. To Sir with Love. And then it does have oh, that little like do 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 do. Yeah. Oh. But how do 
It was so beautiful, like breezy. Is it easy? Breezy, that's Lulu. a good word. Oh, Lulu. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, what a and and just tonally beautiful. That song yes. is really Yes. Like if what's his face from Idol was he'd be like not pitchy dog like he'd be like that's like perfection dog <laughs> not pitchy right he I don't know if he ever said not pitchy to anybody but let's pretend that he did and then very excitingly I realized and, and also Ode to Billy Joel uh, by Bobby Gentry who'd been around for a little bit but was still named best new artist that year for that song um, as is it often happens. the case and um, I'm trying to remember who it was who got best new artist it was a it was another country sounding person this would have been in the maybe early o's and she won best new artist and she went up and she was like uh i'd like to thank you and start by thanking the people who've been involved in my 25 year music career <laughs> like but i'm finally yes. best new artist yes. um but the song happy together by the turtles I which yes which was speaking of idol it was covered by somebody on idol in a very rocky way if i remember correctly i just can't remember in my mm. head, that was a thing. Okay. Okay. And I just would like to brag briefly. That was the very first song I ever learned how to play on the organ. Oh, congratulations! Was it Daughtry? I don't remember. One of the idol people. They had it could a, like, have a been six, Daughtry. They had a '60s cover night one night this was early idol okay i don't know and i remember being like oh because my grandmother my italian grandmother they had an organ and no Mm -hmm. one ever played it but i thought it was kind of cool and that was the one book of music they had oh so i learned how to play happy together there you uh, go on the organ and i also found in the organ bench the joys of sex so anyway there you go uh, sometimes organs give, give so much you know what i'm saying of sex and learning how to play the organ that's all you need in your life and the turtles so forever turtles and sex turtles. no that's yes. wrong yes. Um, oh, no, no 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 that's not okay um, wait i have to say um some other ones that i think are sort of iconic to the time there was um dion's i say a little prayer for you um, for you you hear what i'm saying Ah. Uh. The original. That's such a good song. Wait, I feel like we need to pause longer on I yes. Say a Little Prayer for You. It is such a good song. It was used, it's been used so many times oh my God. in so many movies. What? Um, my Bert best friend's Bacharach wedding comes to mind for me. Bert Bacharach. What? Paid. Paid. He does not need paid. to say a little prayer for. Doesn't need to do a damn thing. Shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Dion Warwick. Yes, that was yes. the tri- That was the trials of what's her face by Julia Roberts in my best friend wedding. Oh, that's right. That is karaoke. So good. That's right. Um, there was the original version of I Heard Her Through the Grapevine, which I love both. I love not, Marvin's not, versions. So not the raisin version? Not the raisins. Okay, just checking. <laughs> not the California raisins. But Gladys and Knight and the Pips released the first version of the song. Or maybe I shouldn't say first. Maybe there was someone else. But the, uh, they recorded a version of the song that charted. And then Mal- 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 Martin's, Martin, oh my God. 
why can't I think of his name? Marvin. Yeah, Marvin. Marvin Gaye. And yeah. like my brain was like, I was like, what are you doing right now? Together. Doc Martens, Martin. No, 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 no. And, and Murray. What's happening? <laughs> exactly. Rob's having a stroke. Do you smell no. toast? Stop, stop, stop. Say a little prayer for Ma- you. <laughs> I can't handle you. <laughs> Cannot. Uh, Marvin's version was released, I think like a year later or barely a year later and just kind of took off for smoothness, but hers is so funky. Like, yeah, I, I love it. Um, and also Sonny and Cher had the beat goes on. It did. The, the beat. <laughs> I mean, it went on, yes. it went on and on, uh, you know, and you know why? Cause ain't nothing like the real thing. Mm. Ain't or ain't no mountain high enough. Both. There's no, there's oh. no valleys low. There's nothing like the real thing. Um, it's such beautiful music being written. I am the walrus. I am the Eggman. I mean, lyrically, it was yes. a year, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, actually, lyrically, I also found, uh, you know, in in twenty in twenty twenty, I don't want to jump around, you know, whatever. But uh, here in twenty twenty, Dolly Parton's been in the news lately um, mm, because, yes, of has. course, she's amazing. And everybody should step the fuck off a dolly at all times. But she had a song in 1967 called Dumb Blonde. Um, And, uh, you know, it was a breakup song, of course. But my favorite lyric in that, um, I was reading the lyrics today because I had heard the song. But uh, she says, you flew too high up off the ground. It's stormy weather and had to come back down. But I found a new thread for my old spool. Get that, bitch! Pot of macaroni, wet ass pussy, my old school. Uh, 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 All of it. All of it with the crazy <laughs> lyrics. Just because oh I'm blonde, God. don't think I'm dumb. Mm. That's yes, Dolly. Dolly's not dumb. Dolly is paid. <laughs> yes, that that is. She is another person who is certainly paid. But she there was, is. you know, it was there was a lot of people um born that year too. Oh my uh, goodness. In- influencing so us. Uh, these so days, musically, uh, you mentioned R. Kelly, born in '67. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps due to the born nature, he was like, as he was born, the notion of like fucking kids just stay, like he was like, yeah, Elvis is marrying a 14 year old. This is okay. my birthright. This is my this is my time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kurt, Cor- Kurt Cobain, Liz Fair, Tim McGraw, Heavy D. What Rob Bass? You hear yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, I do because it tastes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Vanilla Ice would be the other one. No, uh, no, 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 Gavin no, no, no. Rossdale. Okay. Oh, the um, listen. You uh, put side by side pictures of Vanilla Ice and Gavin Rossdale, <laughs> and you do not think they were born in the same year. Let's just start there. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people who I was looking at to think that. Um, uh, Tony Braxton was also Lisa, born. Lisa, and yes, and Nicole Kidman. Like, yes, lots of lots of actors as well. Anna Gaston. Yeah, it was Seymour a random. Hoffman. They're all the same age. Weird. Yeah, you don't think of them as all. You know. No. You know who else was born that year? Who of everyone we have named looks like she's been dead for at least forty years? Oh no, Kellyanne Conjob. Oh my God, and she's. Fucking yes. Skeletor. She like, is vile. Like she's literally the the living, breathing version for all of us to see of what it looks like when you sell your soul. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like every cartoon where they suck the soul out and then the like cheeks sink in. Yes. And then the person still gets up to like wreak havoc. That's her. 
Uh, embodied uh, yeah i mean not to stay in the uh in the in the current year but boy the people that are like oh she has to quit her job because her daughter wants to <laughs> emancipate herself mm, she could have died too that would have been fine like shut up it's so like and i just have to say i saw somebody post something which was so true to the time that we live in it was a tweet a tweet i believe it said countdown to the number of days before like networks start finding her funny enough to be a guest host or pundit on oh five days i mean come on give me a break and also just the fact that she's her life's work maybe not since 67 but maybe Maybe. um has been to 68 at least (laughs) to sell people the lies that make her the most money like she is a oh, yeah. professional manipulator. She and is a literal. Who was it? Uh, Michelle Wolf, who did the host of the yep. White House Correspondence Center. I think she said to her, "Your last name is so perfect that that's how your last name begins, Khan, because that's yeah. what you are." Yeah. <laughs> and so the fact that anybody is buying any second of, but I care about my kids. You know who's been there this whole time, Con Job? Your kids. So if you cared about them, you could have started some time ago. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, she was also born that year. Um, But you know what? That kind of shit's been going on. I did, as I was reading, you know, sort of falling down a little rabbit hole of 67. um, In in October of 67, President Lyndon B. Johnson Mm -hmm. uh, held a secret meeting with some leaders that nicknamed themselves the Wise Men, which is obvious that there was no chicks there. There should have been the wise broads. Maybe this would have gone differently. Um, and ask them ways to suggest to unite the people behind the war effort. So how do we sell some, how do we make the people buy what they don't want to do in the first place? Um, and the conclusion was, which could have only been come to by a group of white dudes. Um, you know, we just have to give them more optimistic reports. That's oh. it. Just tell them things are better. Right? Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's, that's it. How, Just say that. Yeah. Things are better. How do we R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Find out what it means. Not, it means don't lie to me. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, we've all seen things from both sides now. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice tie-in. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. But we also lost, uh, we lost some people that year. Um, you know, Woody Guthrie. Uh, I guess just got tired of writing 20-minute songs and realized <laughs> Fish would be alive soon and Somebody had to take over. No, uh, folk, song, folk singer, for those of you that have ever heard of Woody Guthrie. And then uh, a bunch of writer, actor, classic, Langston mm. Hughes, Dorothy yes. Parker, Jane yes. Mansfield, Spencer Tracy. Uh, also, Billy Strayhorn, who's a composer who I loved, who, who composed um, the a-, a Train, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Lush. Che Guevara, who, who composed. Nothing, but uh, Che Guevara. Uh, <laughs> Not he a composed composer. a movement. He composed, yes, he composed it, a movement, and uh, and and he he. And he's on good. many t-shirts. Yeah, as you say, he looks good on a t-shirt. That guy. Yes. Uh, and he's he's happy together. Um, <laughs> happy together. Oh my nothing. God. Um, but yeah, so sixty-seven, hell of a year, summer of love for yeah. some. Just free love, doing it to Beatles free songs. Free love. Like, you know, they give us, Stones. they give kids today a lot of shit for being sexual. Even when we Hendrix. were kids. But six Oh, All you need is love. Such a good song. But we're going to do some trivia to wrap up 
Um, so we'll uh, we'll do that. Uh, and then, yeah, it just it was a good year, and there was lots lots going on. Whether you were ready to storm the streets and and riot with the races, or you were summer of loving rioting in or the summer of loving. I don't know. Yes. I don't know what what verb were you in sixty seven, ladies and gentlemen? Write <laughs> us. Let us know. Follow us on Instagram. Tell, tell us. us. Tell us what verb you would have been in sixty seven. It's wow. the same verb you are now, by the way. So yes. if you're just Netflix and chilling, that's what you would have been doing then. Too, yes, we're clear. It's also yes. what you would have been doing during World War II. But know who you are, and that's know fine. Know who own it. It's fine. You own are you. Who you are. Um, but I do. I do have. A, I have a quick. Trivia question yes, for you, Rob. Just and I've got this, one for you, too. So I'm so excited. Go. This one so falls into things we've talked about multiple times. So I'll give you some multiple choices. Uh, the big, big, one of the big hits that year, uh, and always a good uh, thing to, to, to talk about before we close. Uh, I'm a believer by the monkeys. Mm. Um, what, who, who wrote I'm a believer, Rob? Was mm. it uh, Mickey Dolenz? Mm-hmm. Elvis? Mm-hmm. Carol King, mm-hmm. Neil Diamond, mm-hmm. or Diane Warren. All <laughs> 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 right, it's not Diane Warren. Oh right? my God, I love that you <laughs> threw the Diane Warren in there. Yes, I'm sure she has a short credit somewhere. Sure. Um, uh, it's so funny because I feel like it's got to be one of these two. I'm going to take a guess and say it was Carol King. Oh my gosh, so close, but you're wrong. She did write multiple songs for them. Okay. Uh, so that that is real, but I'm a believer was written by the one, the only Neil, Neil Diamond. Diamond. Yes. 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 That was it was gonna to Come me on. it had to be and one of those. And then I saw her Come face, on. sweet Caroline. <laughs> it's the same set of notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, right. okay. I got one for you at the Grammy Awards ceremony <gasps> in 1968, honoring the music of 1967. <laughs> Who won uh, Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group? Was it Carla Thomas and Otis Redding for King and Queen? No. Booker T and the MGs mm-hmm. for Hip Hugger? Smokey Robinson and the Miracles for I Second That Emotion? Sam and Dave for Soul Man. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Sherelle for Ain't No Mountain High Enough. I go Marvin and Tammy, but I think I'm wrong. It was Sam and Dave. Yeah. Soul Man. Soul Man, but should have been Marvin. No, Soul Man's a great song. Marvin and Tammy, Ain't No Mountain High Enough is, that's a good song. I wonder if they were all just like, this is a little cheesy where Soul Man's controversial. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. That's possible. I mean, it was 67, you know? Um, you know, it was an interesting Grammys. Dr. Seuss run for the third time in a row. Oh, Best Dr. recording Seuss. for children. Um, but listen, baby. You can find parallels musically wherever you look for them. And, and we're here. Wherever you look for them. We're here to take you back to them. That's, <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we're going to put on a mug, ladies and gentlemen. You can buy that available on our website for Christmas. <laughs> yes. And all holidays you celebrate towards the end of the year. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening in. Oh, baby, baby, there ain't no mountain high.